0: honey the podcast
1: hello oh hi welcome back to another episode of the sweetest honey podcast
0: sweetest honey the
1: podcast yeah that's it um (laughs) how has you know what i think i'm just gonna like skip the weekly recap (laughs) because (laughs) it's been a lot it's been like not the best week so we're just we're just gonna leave it um have you ever just been like minding your business (laughs) taking a shower grocery shopping driving teaching talking to a friend talking to a colleague and all of a sudden you have the most fucking cringy memory of something that you've done before you're just minding your business and you are assailed by some stupid shit that you've done or said before
0: um yes most definitely (laughs) Um, I think that's a product of my anxiety is to like replay, like just when I start to think, okay, like you're a good person, you know, you're doing these things, like you're helping these people, you're, you're headed in the right direction. And then it's like, no, you're not. (laughs) And your brain comes in and it's like. (laughs) <laughs> like you remember that one time that you did this to this this person and you oh remember how God. terrible of a person Same. you are yeah you remember that well that def like that negates all of the good stuff you're trying to do here you can always try to be a good person but it's never gonna fully happen you're that's what happens in my brain you're a piece of shit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly You're and like shit. It, and exactly like <laughs> i understand that internally that that's not the case yeah. uh but that's like some internalized shit i'm still processing coming out being like hey did you forget about me Ha <laughs> 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 oh my oh well yeah that happens to me how does it how does it happen for you same um a lot of that has also
1: A lot of that has also been um, things that have been told to me Mm -hmm. as well. Like um, I have to like verbally say like you're good Mm -hmm. or like to have situations where like in that moment I have to affirm myself in that way and be like you're not a shitty person like you're a good human. It's fine. Um, We're watching the levels on. Yeah, I noticed how loud I was initially. Sorry, but it's got a curve on it, so it's going to look like that, Mm -hmm. and then when it stops, it's gonna. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, That's
0: why she doesn't usually let me see the screen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, like, I've already got presets. I already know like how your volume is going to be. Yeah. So even though it looks like that when I go to like stop it, they'll Mm -hmm. look like the sound waves will look to be half the size. It's
0: fine. You're good so sorry so what does that look like for you so it's just
1: really weird like I do have to verbalize to myself like you're good like you if I do a good thing sometimes like or something that's unexpected mm-hmm. for example y'all know about pink Dick. y'all know how I feel about pink Dick. I will never feel differently about pink Dick. like never but I did something nice for them because they have a pet and I relate a lot to what the pet was experiencing. So I did something nice for them, but it was just a gesture for the animal. Not really like it could benefit them, sure, but it was like for the animal. So now I think maybe Pink Dick thinks that we're like friends. And I'm like, no, yeah. I hate you forever,
0: but I'm a good person. So I was just like, yeah. I'm just not gonna, You, you know. did two nice things for them. So it- he definitely thinks that. Um, you like him because he waved at me the other day too and I was like <laughs> hello yeah. I did not smile like normally if somebody waves at me it's a neighbor or whatever I'm gonna smile and I'm gonna be like hey how's it going mm. I did not smile but I did wave back like a very just quick raise your hand put it back down type of deal get in the car and get the fuck out of there yeah So there's moments in time
1: like that because I feel like a lot of my own conditioning as well as like my own conditioning, like from my background, from just like the household that I grew up in and the things that were said to me or the things that I heard say uh, said about me Mm. um, have kind of manipulated my internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. But also just generally speaking, I just think about just cringy shit that I have done before. like. I think sometimes about that time when I fell off of a bus. Um, Like I was getting off (laughs) of the bus. And I feel like this has happened to me twice now that I'm thinking about it, but I was getting off the bus and then like the last step from the I think I've told this story on the podcast before but the very last step and this was when like the Mm -hmm. cool kids and like the older kids rode in the front of the bus so it was like an entire bus full of people that could watch an entire bus full of people on the bus that I was on as well as like all of the other buses because you know we're just doing the drop-off in the morning where everybody is getting off of the bus to go inside of the school and I was getting off that very last step trip fell off of the bus Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, like fell, like backpack that like fell, tore my jeans in the knee. Oh, yeah. So like sometimes I'll think about stuff like that. Or sometimes I think about just like really cringy shit from my sex life. That is always what like comes back to mind. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that's what I want to talk about today. Just awkward shit that we (laughs) have thought about, cringy shit we've done, Mm. like weird ways that we have just kind of just weird things about like our sexual awakening and kind of discovering our sexuality, stumbling Mm. through it, weird shit that we've learned about ourselves. Um, And I will start so y'all can just enjoy this really cringy and fucking embarrassing recount of an adult talking about being a younger adult and like, an older teenager who was at the time, at the age of consent in the state of Alabama, like, it's not weird, it's okay, like, there's no traumatic stuff that I'm gonna tell you about, mm-hmm. and if anything traumatic does come up, we will give you a disclaimer, but as far as I know right now, like, there's no, like, traumatic stuff, I don't think that we need a content warning Nah. for that, so... I was taking a shower the other day Uh -uh. and out of nowhere, I was probably listening to a podcast or listening to a song, hanging out, minding my business. And all of a sudden my brain was like, Hey, do you remember that letter that you wrote to your boyfriend in high school with the first time that you ever sucked anybody's dick? And then you like were all in love and you were just like, Oh yeah, I will never do this to another man. But I suck so many more dicks after that. So many dicks. But like, I don't know why my brain was treating me like that because I've been feeling so disgusting about that memory for like a week. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Do you have, like, a weird story like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, recently, I've come to realize that every best friend that I've ever had has actually been, like, an emotional relationship. Like, I have full-on been in a relationship with him without any of, like, the physical benefits. hmm And, like, even thinking about, oh, like, um... I wish y'all could see
1: <laughs> the way that they look right now. Ooh. Their shoulders are in their
0: ears. Yeah, it's it's not great. So, <laughs> like looking back, okay. So for instance, one of my um, very best friends of all time, mm-hmm. we met in college, mm-hmm. and I had a boyfriend at the time, but I spent damn near every single night at this person's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, we slept in the same bed. Do you bed. just want to call her, like, Rye? Sure. Okay. Um, so, Rye and I would sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Like, we cuddled. Um, we, like, were con- constantly together. When we weren't together, we were texting. Like, it was a full-on codependent emotional relationship.
1: For the both of you.
0: Yes. Yeah. And had I not been in a relationship with that dude and realize that hey stupid you gay like maybe all these light bulbs like the, 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 these are the dots that should be connecting and you're not getting it like why are you so slow mm-hmm. and, both of y'all though uh,
1: it's not even your fault because oh, is the same way oh 100% was the same way Right? Yeah. It's like hella queer now yeah. But, yeah
0: but so like and I think that's the only reason why we weren't ever in an actual relationship is because of that And then that transition to my first girlfriend, once I realized that, oh, shit, I do like women, Mm -hmm. that same sense in codependency just transferred to my first girlfriend oh, well, you and I left <laughs> yeah and I left rye high and dry oh yeah and not like completely but yeah. it we went from spending like all of our time together to now my focus is on this other person mm-hmm. and I don't know how to balance these things yeah and I especially didn't know how to balance those things as a young person so like who it mm. was like super inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> As a whole, yeah. and like looking back on it now, I'm like, We do you realize that we were in a relationship together and we just didn't, but it wasn't a relationship? Literally had this conversation
1: yeah. with Rye like
0: a few three weeks, weeks ago, yeah. <laughs> and like to the point where I was like, Because we've never discussed it before, yeah. it's always just been like, in my head, that's what you were supposed to do with friends, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so like, looking now that I've connected those dots, I'm like, oh, literally my, any best friend I had in high school, same Mm -hmm. thing, middle school, same thing. I just didn't know, like, I didn't act on the physical parts of it, right? Because like, that's when you would have been gay. Yeah. But emotionally, hella gay. That was me back in the day. Like, (laughs) I wanted to impress them. I wanted them to like depend on me and love me and like do all of these things and I wanted to be like their person right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but my gayness
1: (laughs) I have a question (sighs) yeah so when Rye started to date their spouse Mm -hmm. oh okay when Rye started to date her spouse did that affect your dynamic at all or were you already kind of past that because it had been like a couple of relationships in at that point
0: yeah we were we were pretty much past that but i do remember having senses of jealousy towards the person they were dating in college Mm -hmm. um especially because like that person treated ryle terribly Mm -hmm. so like i didn't really care for him and there were some like feelings of jealousy Mm -hmm. that i was just like I definitely was jealous that they, he got to experience that part of her, and mm. I didn't. Interesting. If that I and, and like thinking, I can say that now, mm-hmm. but like then, whoa, that would have been so far pushed down. Like that wouldn't have not, not have been a thing. Like. I just thought maybe I was jealous because um I didn't get to spend that time and mm-hmm. I didn't feel that he was worthy of her time and I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it
1: still might have been some weird attraction thing that you were experiencing. Oh, it was definitely a not- weird weird attraction yeah. thing
0: coupled on top of that. Yeah. And then yeah. So I felt I felt that towards him and the potential people she was speaking to, but once I recognized, oh, okay, this is because you have a same-sex attraction. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't want to negatively impact... Like, I never considered dating Rai. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It was... It was weird uh, I'm to really have that. Sorry
1: if you guys can hear my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I had lunch, and and you haven't. So, so yeah, it was it was weird. Um, and even like the latest best friend that I had still was filling an emotional void I wasn't oh, yeah. receiving in my relationship both you, for both um, of you. Yeah, and then like when we both got into seemingly healthy relationships, is when our friendship deteriorated. Um, Isn't that curious? Which is on technically both of us, but. At the same time, I do feel like I take on more of that guilt, so. Mm,
1: I don't feel like I would agree that it was on both of you. Mm. So just for context, I have been around long enough to experience both of these people. Rye and I are pretty close. Rye still comes over. Like, we love Rye. Like, it's not weird. Mm-mm. Um, In the beginning of our relationship, I was able to pick up on that energy and mm-hmm. it made me feel very weird because I feel like, why is nobody addressing this? Like, this is weird. <laughs> this is a very obviously queer person that is like attracted to you. And like, there's like a really interesting dynamic that's going on here. I was not crazy about it because I was just like, not even about a jealousy, but I was just like, what well, we're not going to do is like disrespect me to my face. Like, we're not going to do that. So, you know, we kind of have had some time to kind of adjust and kind of get to know and to reintroduce. And yeah. now, like, I would not yeah. trade Rye for anything in the world. I absolutely love her. No, we're all um, great. Y'all are other... probably
0: closer than than sh- they and I are, so. You can just, she. I mean,
1: <laughs> you yeah, just okay. having fun just swapping it around? Yeah, fine. That's fine.
0: Okay. Yeah, she um, and I are. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know about closer. I, th- I th- but we also I've gotten to know them as an adult where they are now. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why it feels different because y'all have like a lot of like reminiscing mm-hmm. and talking about things from the past. So you're still very much getting to know Rye again yeah. now too. You know, y'all yeah, are getting adult, to know each other
0: again. College college us and, and us now are right. very
1: different. And it's so interesting because anytime I ask you about like, oh, this person, you'll be like, oh, my friend, blah, blah, blah. They do this. And you're talking about it like it's, you know, the present tense. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, do, you, how, when was the last time you and this person spoke? And you'll be like, oh, we were friends in college. I was like, hmm. So <laughs> maybe there needs to be a difference because we grow and we evolve and things change. Our interests shift, our mm-hmm. alignment shift, um, how big of a piece of shit that we are can either increase or decrease or stay the same. Um, so that's always a really interesting thing. I'd be like, so like, is, is this like a current person that like, you'll be like, I think that you'll like them. And I'll be like, would I have liked this version of that person in college, or do you think I would like them now? And you'll be like, Oh, hmm, I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, yeah, there's, there's been some growth there for sure. So, uh, so that was one of my cringy moments was recognizing, Oh, we were pretty much dating just without the best parts of it, <laughs> or like without the physical parts of it. Physical parts aren't necessarily the best, but, yeah. But I didn't none of like the fun easy parts that in my brain, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah.
1: But you did always also have some of the fun and easy parts cuz y'all did hang out and do like hobby stuff together and like yeah. club, you know, organization stuff together and um you know so you still y'all went to like parties and hung out with friends so you did still have some of that fun stuff just not like yeah. the fun like yeah no stuff like we were just attached
0: at the hip yeah. like if rye was gonna be there people knew that i would be there as mm-hmm. well and if they if rye got invited i got invited if i got invited rye got invited so yeah literally uh,
1: like our marriage <laughs> yeah
0: like we were just best friends and it you know we came as a package not not gay at all that's not
1: the gayest shit i've ever heard in my whole entire life
0: yeah Mm -mm. yeah no of course not what other cringy moments have you had oh my god
1: all of them
0: did i ever tell you about when i lost my virginity um i feel like yes but uh go ahead So I was dating this boy no we weren't even dating at the time but I was
1: just like hmm but we okay so this was two years after we dated but we mm-hmm. were still friends we still very much had a flirtationship um especially if I was single because he never really seemed to regard his girlfriends very much you guys okay like I was like literally like 14 and 17 like when we you know like 14 because we dated like we were actually in a relationship when I was a freshman in high school Mm -hmm. and then 17 is when I was like let me let me see that thing though so we were dating not having sex and then when we were having sex we were not dating and the fun thing about like my like having sex for the first time, sorry, I hate like losing my virginity, like whatever, I had sex, like it was my choice, it was not traumatic, I was like, this is something I want to do, I trusted him, we had a friendship, like in the sexual aspect of our like relationship situationship whatever did not really impact like our friend like we could still just chat and talk it didn't just always have to be that but Mm. of course I don't know how many people this has happened to but the first time I had sex I was like oh my god this is all I want to do it's all that I'm thinking about I'm drawing so many dicks in the margins of my notebook paper it was great I had a great time we would like skip class again like y'all you would would probably, skip class to go fuck or yeah like, oh right. okay but like i had like an elective class literally uh, i was an aide in the library as one of my electives my senior year it was fine like i'd be like okay all the books are back everything that i'm supposed to do is done is it okay you know and like it would be done and then i had that and then i also did tech theater my senior year now when i say i did tech theater basically i got an a for like managing my theater director and when i say managing him by the time it was time for that class for me i would say chris have you eaten today and he would go no i have not eaten today I chris say, okay. was your
0: teacher yes and you called him by his prayer. okay guys yes
1: it. Um, and he's still there. He is wonderful. I know you feel weird about this, whatever, but yeah, like, I do. I would I do like feel go weird about get this. him. I'm, but he was never, I mean, he was precious. He's never done anything inappropriate to me ever. I love him. I would I be like, here is my brand new newborn baby. I have to go somewhere else. He would protect that baby with his life. I love him. Um, so I would, like, go drive down the street, go and get him, like, his favorite lunch. Pick up, like, he would, like, give me his card. I'd go pick up lunch for him. He'd sit down, do that. And then I would go finish helping, like, design a set or, like, help paint or do something organizational or, like, the big, big head honcho who, like, basically did the blueprint and pulled everything together for every show that was ever done. She is amazing. Um, I, like I loved time I got to like sit under her and I would be mm. like, I will take notes for you. Like whatever you like, I loved that. Like it made me feel so important. I got so much good feedback from them. Um, I mean, it just felt really good and I was mm-hmm. doing something that I really, really loved. So, you know, like that was that experience for me. And, um, damn, where was I going?
0: How so with was that, that elective, you would skip?
1: Yeah, so I would just like leave. Like if there was like yeah. nothing to do because we weren't always in season for a show. There wasn't always a set a, a set to strike or yeah. a set to build. So sometimes like there just wouldn't really be much to do. They would be like, okay, do you know all the parts of the stage? That was a quiz we had to take. So you would need to like name the psych and the stage lights and stage lo- stage. <laughs> Stage right, stage left, you know, just everything upstage, downstage, where everything basically is. Because of course, if you're talking about having to like call cues and stuff like that, it was really cool. Like we all had like little mini jobs. Like it was really cool. Like I just really loved it. It was one of my favorite parts about my high school experience. So anyway, there wasn't always something to do. So sometimes it was kind of like a free period. And you know? so i will be like, okay, well if there's nothing to do, like I'll you know go find something else to do. Sometimes I was. Y'all, I was a nerd. Like I, the teachers that I love, like I would do anything for, I would go back to like an English teacher's class and be like, hey, do you have anything that needs grading? My favorite person to go to was my Spanish teacher. I would be like, "Do you?" and like, sometimes I would go and sit and have lunch with her and help her grade papers. Or like she would bring something for lunch and share it with me. And like, I would grab something from the cafeteria and bring that for her. That was how I found out about tahin and mango. Cause she would bring mango and like, oh, it was so good. Um, but sometimes, you know, nobody needed any help, but like I was fucking, so I was like, Hey, what's up? Do you want to like skip class and let me see what I think? So, anyway. And I remember when I lost my virginity, <laughs> when we had sex for the first time, we were in my truck, um, parked at like his parents' house. And it was like in the evening, like it was dark. It might've been like eight o'clock at night. Like it wasn't like whatever, and like I'll spare you like all the details or whatever but like afterward and guys like I still love a good manicure Um, I don't do acrylic anymore but back in the day like I used to be like That's little fun. acrylic queen um, not <laughs> super long but I love like a square French manicure I loved it and at the time it was no different yeah ASMR
0: <laughs> I don't have long acrylics but I am at the point where I need to cut my nails so they can they can tap 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 so um <laughs> I remember afterward
1: like during it was a great time like I said I initiated he was like great whatever it was fine we used protection all that good stuff um nothing traumatic it was great I was like oh this is a fun time this is great But I remember after I left and I was like so excited and even still to this day, something that I love is just like to still talk about it. Like it happened. It was hot. Like, let's talk about it. Like, what did you like? Oh, I loved when this happened. I love when that happened, whatever. And he was like, I think you broke it. And I was like, what? And he was like, I didn't realize until after like, you know, like he had like ejaculated that like, Mm -hmm. I guess the acidity of you know, the stuff like got into, so I'm guessing maybe like during the foreplay time, because of course, like I don't just keep lotion in my glove compartment and Americans are obsessed with circumcision. So like he was cut, you know, I mean, like sometimes you need like a little bit more lubrication. I'm not really fancy, like I'm not really into like spit. I don't like it. I was not gonna spit on my hand and for any reason, I don't want to, I think it's so gross. So I guess it was like, when I was like handling the thing, like maybe my nails cut it. Cause he was like, there's a bunch of little tiny cuts on it. So I'm guessing like my nails might've like scratched him a little bit. Mm. He was being a fucking baby. He's like so many, I'm pretty sure it was probably like, one or two little nicks because he is men are just like little pussies but people with dicks are like it's so precious Hmm. oh my god it hurts my little my little wee wee and my testicles don't hurt them they're so sensitive like whatever I'm just meanwhile like I've shot a seven pound human out of my fucking vagina in 20 minutes I don't want to fucking hear about how you got little cuts on your wee wee shut up so of course like I'm freaked out and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do to this guy's dick? And he said that I broke it. What does that mean? Why would you have all these little guys? So I felt so bad. And then like, of course, like I was so embarrassed. Like my first time, like I had a good time. And then like the feedback that I got from that was like, you broke it. And I was like, oh my God, no. And so like, we talk about that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I must've scratched you with my nails, whatever. And that conversation trails off whatever and I don't remember it was like I don't know two days later when he's like so what's up though and I'm just like oh no the last time we spoke you said that I broke your dick so like I don't really want to talk to you right now and he's like no no no, it's okay it's all good so uh, what you doing later and so that kind of you know continued to be a thing for Ooh. some time later so like, again, like sometimes it would just happen like when we could make it happen, but he also had like a period he could kind of manipulate. So there would be a time where we would like leave real quick and then come back, whatever. So, um and we never got in trouble, y'all. Like I like graduated with like honors. Like I got like, you know, like I didn't, I wasn't like a straight A student, but like I, I got like A's and B, like whatever. I was like a B average student, it was fine. Um So <laughs> You know, I'm just saying, like, I was not being a delinquent. I still got all of my studies. I graduated on time. I walked across the stage. Okay, like, it was fine. Um, (laughs) I've always been a really good multitasker. So, um (laughs) that was a lot of fun and I remember one time later on we were hanging out like in one of his people's houses or whatever and he had like this ball and he was like throwing the ball against the wall and catching it and throwing the ball against the wall and catching it whatever I was probably being a tease and he was like irritated so he was just throwing this ball over on the side because that's another thing that I do and he fucking I remember he threw that ball against the wall and it hit me in the face oh I would have been so done (laughs) I was so mad I was like oh my god he's like oh no (laughs) Oh my god, it was so bad. Oh god, it was so bad. It was so so bad. Jeez. Mm. So yeah, that was that was a cute time. We did still end up having sex that day as well. But mm. like my face hurt because he hit me in the face with a ball. Yeah, I definitely probably would have left. It's payback for us scratching up his dick, I guess. So
0: <laughs>
1: I couldn't have left him like I drove us there. Oh. <laughs> so if I left, we had to go together. Oh. Yeah. Well,
0: that makes sense.
1: You got another one?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, she <laughs> oh, shared yeah. your first time. My first time with a dude mm-hmm. was um, very cringy. Uh, <laughs> so I'm at my sister's house. Mm-hmm. and uh And with her, her husband and their kids all there. And they invite their friend over. Mm-hmm. And I had just recently broken up with my first girlfriend. So, I was still a little confused. I was like, do I like this? Do I not? The fiance? Yeah. Okay. I was like, do I like this? Do I not? Like, I was just trying to figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I've never had sex with a dude. So, like, that'll clear it up. Whatever. Hmm. Um, I think it must have been, like, ovulation time. Because, like, I was just ready to go Mm -hmm. um, all the time. So, I'd had, like, a couple beers. Everybody went to sleep. And it's just me and him. And, like, we started making out and stuff, and then it happened, and, like, he did have a condom in his bag, which, thank God, and, like, it lasted all of, like, 30 seconds once it finally happened. I was like, okay, well, that was enough, thank you. <laughs> um, and he definitely did not, He he did not ejaculate at all, and I was just like, okay, that's enough, bye. Yeah, kind of a douche. Right, Um, so then the next morning, right, we're all still at my sister's house. Mm -hmm. Everybody's out on the front porch. I got to go to work, so I'm like, I don't know what to do in this situation, so I give him a kiss in front of everybody, which is highly (laughs) unlike me, and I leave.
1: That's the most awkward thing I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then I'm coming back to that house again that night and he's staying again Mm -hmm. right and so he's like do you want to do this again and I was like sure but this time we'd swapped positions Mm -hmm. and so he was on top Mm -hmm. and it was terrible he did in fact ejaculate this time but I was just like and so did I like don't get me wrong like it still happened but the whole time I'm just feeling very gross Mm -hmm. and like ew, and I really just don't want him to be anywhere near me, Mm. and then he wanted to cuddle afterwards, and I was like, you have to get off of me before I throw up, and he was like, throw up, what do you, I was like, I'm way too hot for you to be anywhere near me, and I left, and I went and slept on the couch. Uh, You
1: literally look like your mouth (sighs) is, like, watering right now.
0: (laughs) yeah because i want to throw up yeah Hmm. it was just not great and then he got attached and i was like this is gross and i don't ever want to do this again um so then like he'd show up at my job with like you know a meal or to say hey or and i was like hey i'm busy (laughs) at my job
1: not you having sex with people and they know where you work
0: can you leave Well, before I left for work, I had on my, like, finish line uniform and everything, so it's not like, you know what I mean? Anyway, so that was fully terrible, and I don't know why he was interested in me at all, because, like, the sex was not good, because, ew, (laughs) Because it was a dude. So I found out that just because you use a strap-on doesn't mean that you would prefer men. And in my brain, that's what my head said. No, that's not what that means at all. I I understand that now, but... 19 year old if there are like, any, like,
1: people that do not understand that I, I'm happy to like speak on that for just a moment okay so <laughs> when we think about just anatomically people with internal sex organs no matter the way that they identified no matter what they call themselves people with internal sex organs so you have you know a vagina you have a clit you know your g-spot is on the inside it's a couple of inches past the opening of the vagina okay it feels good to have that stimulated most people with vaginas do not exclusively orgasm just from penetration. It usually needs to be a combination of penetration and stimulation or Mm -hmm. just stimulation. Um, So when we think about kind of that and we think about the way that phalluses are shaped, it's literally like, an inside out, but like vaginas are like an inside out penis, right? Like the shape of them, they are li- they are meant for each other. It's like two puzzle pieces. So if we have figured out how to get that puzzle piece without the person attached to the puzzle piece, because that feels good to our mm-hmm. anatomy, um, that has two completely different things. The same way that like, if you use your fingers, <laughs> if you're, you know, alone or during foreplay or whatever, it doesn't mean that, you know, I wish that there was like a person with a penis attached to this particular thing. It's just a tool um, for getting you where you need to go. So if you're confused about that, just look that up. Look up the way that people with vaginas climax and what all goes into that. The nerve endings, how all of that goes, G-spot orgasms and things like that. Um, Yeah, so... It's also not gay if you are a person with external sex organs and you enjoy um, having your prostate massaged or touched or stimulated in any way, because that is also the G-spot in a person with external sex organs. That's where it's located. So you're -hmm. welcome. Thanks Mm -hmm. for coming to my TED Talk. And if you're still saying stuff like that, you shouldn't. Um, It's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what was happening in my 19-year-old brain at the time. I was you can to literally ask year watch. 21-year-old. I don't know how old
1: I was. For information at this point. There's no reason yeah. for you to be ignorant. Yeah. That's super cringe. I'm so yeah. sorry that that happened to you. My condolences. No,
0: I mean, it's it's okay. It's that internalized homophobia coming out. So um, oh, I've
1: had sex with a couple people that I hated.
0: Yeah. So that was weird um, and super cringy because it all happened in front of my sister in her family that is, and ew. It,
1: that is uh, that was a strange choice that yeah. you made to for the setting for that but
0: yeah maybe
1: it felt safer to you because you could leave it also
0: I was in charge the whole time, but that's how I feel about dudes in general. I'm always in charge. Mm-hmm. I'm always in control. Same. Um, the dyna- relationship dynamics are totally different in a relationship with a man same. for me. So yeah, same. Uh, we I probably know.
1: have a similar dynamic with men. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm completely fine with being in control all the other time with men, but I'm just like, I don't want to have to be in control of sex too. I don't like that. mm which is probably why in stature I would go for like bigger men. It's fine. Like if just in general, you're just kind of easygoing, even if you're more submissive. Submissive men really, really like me. Um, But like I need a dichotomy. I don't want to be in charge all the time. I'll be in charge during sex. If you want to be in charge of everything else, or you kind of want to take the lead in other aspects, or I'll be in charge during, uh, like I'll be in charge the opposite you know what
0: i'm saying why is that balance so important
1: because otherwise i just feel like i'm doing all of the work mm. and that's exhausting
0: that's understandable.
1: like that goes hand in hand with the desire to like take care and be taken care of yeah in any way that i can give that some type of balance i will yeah um but i just find that that is more of where I like to go. Like the guy that I was in a relationship with who was married, like he was Mm -hmm. in an open marriage. Um, I drove a lot of our, like the dynamics and stuff like that. Like I could still be very like stern. I could like, I mean not stern, like I would like scold him, but very straightforward and very like aggressive, but like sexually, like the roles swapped. And that was very fulfilling to me Mm. because I was like, I'm taken care of. I don't have to worry about that. Like he's got all that figured out. I'm good. I'm Mm. great. Um, I'm happy to be here, and I think that he enjoyed that as well because his wife's personality and my personality had some similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, just with her kind of being the strong person, you mm-hmm. know,
0: whatever. So that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Well, I've got plenty of other cringy stories, so I feel Did like I it's your turn Did now. You tell a story. Oh, I told the story. Oh,
1: okay. So we mentioned like. Oh my god!
0: Oh my god! Uh oh! Ah, yeah, oh my she god! Had to throw I just her glasses one. and everything. Oh my god!
1: Okay. Okay, so I'm 30, and in my early 20s, this is when like there's probably people on here who have like never like you've heard about Craigslist, but one of my favorite things to do was to like go on Craigslist and read like misconnections. connections. I love looking for people who were just looking I I've never it. met someone who likes that. I'm such a voyeur. Whatever. Like I love it. Like I would Craigslist be like, was oh always like God. so scary.
0: Like don't get on Craigslist. And That's I saw all so the much weird stuff on are. Craigslist,
1: y'all. Like I have dated people I've met on Craigslist. I've had hookups with people on Craigslist like and I've been safe. I've never been married. I mean murdered Um, Or married until
0: me. So there was that. Yeah,
1: I've never been married to anybody but you. But I've never been murdered. I don't know why I said married. I've never been murdered. Um, Very similar. I did not get any... I have not contracted anything. Like, it was fine. Um, And this one guy that I met um, worked as... And again, like, that was like the second Craigslist security guard, I swear. Whatever. (laughs) He worked security. But he was... How did I meet the other guy? Was that, was it Tinder or okay cupid maybe? I was just, I'm just trying to figure it out. Cause if not, he would have been the second of three instead of the second of two, but whatever. Security guard, he was a really cute guy. And I, rem- like, we hung out. Like the first time we hung out, like I went to his apartment when he got off work because he worked like third shift. So I went over there when he got off, like around like 2 a.m. We hung out, like we watched movies. We laughed, we talked. We literally like cuddled and went to sleep. It was really cute. And it was like that for like a couple times that we hung out. And then eventually, like, you know, like we had been like flirting and stuff, but we didn't just like jump right into like fucking right away. I've had experiences like that. It was fine. Um, This just wasn't how this particular thing went. This guy was not well endowed. I am not a size queen, but he was not giving me very much to work with you guys. Um, (laughs) Been there, done
0: that my one time. one,
1: One day we were having an intimate time and he pulls like this vibrator with like a dead battery like it's like barely I'm just like oh my god ew like where did this come from and he's like let me put like he wanted to like penetrate me like with himself and also this vibrator and he's literally like trying to make it sex and be like I'm not even that big anyway and I was like oh my god ew I want to die oh i want to go home i don't uh pedestrian i don't like it i don't like it i am not comfy where did that come from please put that away like i was like no no thanks so like that like wrapped up and i was very excited to leave at that point i was like oh my god this is not this is this is not why i left the comfort of my home <laughs> For this, this is so weird, but I don't even think like me and my stupid ass, I probably didn't leave because I was like, what if this can be like a relationship? Like, I don't want to like hurt its feelings. So I'm pretty sure that like I still stayed the night like after that. And I'm like, mm. but I felt really, really weird about it. Yeah. But no, I've, it was not a good time. And I was like, how could this possibly be sexy? Oh, and speaking of another guy that I dated in high school, um, I think that French is very hot. Like most anyone that can speak French like that, I just, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful language. It can sound really hot. I was like, ooh, speak French to me. And like the octave that Mm -hmm. his voice went to, I was like, I never asked him to do that ever again. Oh. Never again. This was also the first blowjob guy. I was like, oh, "Oh, yeah, maybe maybe not. Maybe, maybe don't. I made a Mm. mistake. I can, I can admit when I've been wrong and I
0: was. Yeah. Give me another one. Um so the very first time ever that I was with a girl, mm-hmm. um, we oh <laughs> didn't do like any oral or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it was at Rye's house. Oh right. Yeah. Um in Rye's kitchen. <laughs> and um all of a sudden I hear a noise and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 'Cause like just think like we're making out was next it to just the counter Rye Being
1: super fucking awkward somewhere. No, so
0: Rye had um two had a roommate mm-hmm. who and the roommate was um a lesbian. Okay. and yen and had a girlfriend. Okay. And we all knew each other. Okay. Okay. So we were all part of the same organization uh-huh. at some point. And so the girlfriend was the one like i heard a noise and i was like what the heck and the girlfriend had been in the fucking pantry the whole time because she, it had started and she had been in there getting something and then she was afraid to come out <laughs> <laughs> because she didn't want to, like, interrupt. But also she is very voyeuristic. And so she was like, can I just keep watching? And I was like, gross, no, like, get oh, out. I
1: love that she asked.
0: Uh, and she was like, okay, I just haven't been getting a whole lot myself either. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll see you. Bye. <laughs>
1: Ew. <laughs> That's weird. I, yeah. would be, I would want it to be like, I would want to be a warrior but I don't want you to like see me seeing you. No, like that takes the fun exactly. out of it. So like I could see us like totally so- like like in our forties, at some point, I'll be like, "We've never done this shit before. Like, let's just go and finding some place like where, a, like, the people that enjoy being the exhibitionists just yeah. go and they're like in some room,
0: with, like a like, sex club, yeah. yeah. And there's like a room and we just. I don't
1: want to fucking look. know I don't want you to approach me. I don't want to do me. any of this. I just want to look, just yeah. like I'm not here. You just do what you're gonna do. Yeah. I don't want you to perform. I'm going to know if it's overactive. Like, I'm going <laughs> to fucking close that tab just like I do with porn. I'm just like, nope. You don't like it. This to, is inauthentic. I don't like it. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Nobody sounds like that when they're alone. Nobody does. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Don't even make any noise. Just yeah. do what you're doing. Just do what you do. Normal. <laughs> yeah. There's Just no normal. Needs. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it was
0: that. <laughs> and she had knocked over, like, a can knocked a can off a shelf or something that's how i was like what, what a the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that though. so funny. but it was f- like i thought it was funny at the time like this person is harmless and didn't mean yeah. anything by it it just ha- they happened to get stuck in there and then yeah. we're like i'm gonna we'll shoot some my here. shot we'll some yeah here. like they didn't want to get involved they were just I like can not i watch? Away my yep. shot so I thought that was funny, uh, and then that same person, uh, the person I was making out with uh, mm-hmm. and stuff, um, we went <clears> into a bar bathroom and did that, and Rye caught us, and got like super pissed off about it. And now looking back, like I recognize mm-hmm. a little bit more why. why. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that that was a several cringy moments, Ooh.
1: several cringy,
0: several cringy moments. Jesus
1: Christ, do I have any? There were two guys, one guy that I was like super duper in love with, like this was the boyfriend that I had the very end of high school mm-hmm. and through my first year of college, yep. and then we broke up. And then I wanted to fucking die. <laughs> um, I was really close with his mom oh, when no. my family and I were experiencing a really really hard time around like my college years. Like I literally would come back home, like to our hometown, and be mm-hmm. there for two weeks and never see my family. I was with his family the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going through something hard, and like me and my mom weren't on such good terms, like I would message his mom. Like if I was having a story that I wanted to mm-hmm. share, like sometimes it felt safer or she made it more safe or she was more available to me, mm-hmm. um, in the ways that I needed that accessibility, <clears throat> you know, and that's not a slight, it's just, we were just going through what we were going through, whatever. And, um, that was really fucking hard. But I remember when we, cause you know, like we, this was literally like post-graduation. So we're like, I'm not even like, I'm like barely 18. I turned 18 three weeks after I graduated high school. And he turned 18 a couple months after I turned 18. His mm-hmm. birthday was almost two months after mine. And I remember like, she caught on pretty quickly to the fact that we were at, number one, I was his first and I oh. loved that. I had to, it was a great time. Um, and just, I, I hope that his wife is not the same person that she was in high school now. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but he had a very beautiful, um, pink penis. It was a great penis. It was very great. It had a nice little, it was like a good girth and a good length. And it had like a little curve. It was great. Um, but She caught on pretty quickly to the fact that like we were having sex because like I never like saw his bedroom for like a while. It was like down the hallway. Like I might have seen it like open doors, whatever. But they had like a den and you could there was a sliding door that goes to the kitchen and then there was a door you could shut that went out to the hallway into like the living room. So like when you walk in the front door, it's like a little foyer, a formal living room. You come around that formal living room and then there's the den. So it's separated by a wall and all of us like some if i got off work i would go over there and sometimes i would get off work before he got off of work so i would just hang out with his mom and grandma we would like watch tv catch up on the work day whatever until he got off um or sometimes i'd help make dinner whatever so we'd all be like hanging out but that was also like our f shack okay like after everybody mm. went like it went down in the den okay and then like we had like nice little access to the fridge when we needed it like we get done like go get us fucking gatorade mm. they always kept G- like the fruit punch g2 it was the best that was the first yeah. time i ever had it um <laughs> weird uh memory unlocked there but
0: oh so that's weird for you because that's what my mom keeps at her house
1: yeah it. so like anytime i taste oh, it i'm no. always thinking like i'm having like post thoughts
0: see i feel um, like i need to knock that gatorade out of your hand and now hearing on.
1: like adults Ugh. swim like metalocalypse in the background uh. like i don't know but um <laughs> When she had kind of figured this out, I remember one time like he was mortified because like when I had gone to college, I was coming back a lot. She had like bought condoms for him and like mm-hmm. left him on his bed. And she was just like, we don't have to talk about it. I just want to make sure that you're like stocked up. And I was like, I want to die. I want to die. I want to die. Ew, your mom is buying condoms for us? Oh, gross. And then like after a while, you know, like it got to like where she like picked up on it. And sometimes she would need to get in... <laughs> to the den to get through the kitchen cause you would have to like open extra door. Like, I don't remember why she wouldn't just go around. I don't remember, but sometimes I just wanted to cut through. And she got to the point to where she was knocking to come in and I was like, oh no, she knows. And then like a couple weeks after that, she was like, Tiff, like literally you're here all the time. It's just go to the room. It's fine. It's fine. Just y'all, you just be here. Just whatever. Like we're hmm. all like adults at this point. It's fine. Um, but I just remember being like, especially mortified at like the knocking and the purchase of my boyfriend's condoms by his mother. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. She's
0: like the mom off of me. Oh girls. my God. Oh, and then God, another you time. Need even, God love ya.
1: Uh, <laughs> condoms. not like other moms. I'm a cool mom. I'm oh, a cool mom. God love ya. Keep me young. Um, Fucking Amy Poehler, man. I know, but there was another. I got caught once and left with like not by this mom, but by somebody else that I was hooking up with beforehand. His mom had lost her job, and she came home early because we had skipped school. Y'all, I had a, I, I had a, I had a fun time my senior year. Okay, I'm just gonna say that like senior year was a good time. Um, like my junior and se- I think junior senior, I was a junior, I think. So like all of this happened in like two years, whatever. But like his mom got fired from mm. her job and came home early. Mm. And we were fully fucking when she got right. there. And then I was like, no, I heard something. And he's like, you didn't hear anything. I'm just like, oh no, I heard something. And sure enough, like it was his mom that like kind of like came in, like opened the door, but we were already like pulling up clothes and stuff. And she like opened it, and closed it real fast. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God. I had never met his mother before. Okay. Oh. I had never met her. I had never met her, but I was like, also like, okay. This is a white guy. I don't know how this is gonna go. Like with, I know that if that was like a black mama, like she probably would have tried to fight me, like whatever, but um, yeah. And then that wasn't even the most awkward part. Like I just left, I was like, I'm so sorry. Underwear in my pocket. Like I'm fully dressed except for my undies and I'm just like going to my car and like driving away as quickly as I can in my 1992 Dodge Dakota down the street and all my shame face hot ears hot ass hot I'm still like squishy it was just gross <laughs> just just soggy pants it was oh no the weird thing was like either that night or the next day he was like you should come over and i was like is your mother home and he was like yeah she's here i was like no, no thanks he was like she's fine with it it's fine the weird thing about that situation me having sex with that guy cost me The relationship with two of my other friends and later like he and i were still friends Mm -hmm. even after we stopped hooking up and he got a girlfriend whatever like i was like okay cool like we're just friends again cool not a big deal because we were like super close my freshman year as well and he was his girlfriend and him were hanging out with my ex who cheated on me And the girl he was cheating on me with, so they were hanging out and he was coming back and telling me the stuff that they were talking about and the stuff that they were doing. Cause he was like, I know that he's still, he's fucking lying to you. (laughs) Like, I know that y'all are still together. So like, yeah, the guy that I was hooking up with after we stopped fucking helped me to discover that I was being cheated on by the guy that I was currently with after that situation. Um, So it was like a lot of awkwardness surrounding that particular person, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um i've thought of another friend if you're listening to this it's really weird do not tell anybody that um uh this if you have pieced these things together the person that i'm speaking to will know that i'm talking to her but if you have figured out who this person is do not tell
0: anybody do not tell <laughs> anyone. anyone um <laughs> So I still lived in the dorms, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And me and my first girlfriend uh, lived in the dorms. We lived in two separate dorm rooms, but on the same hall, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And so um, I basically just stayed in her room the whole time because she didn't have a roommate, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly, or she did have a roommate that was never in there. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, Anyway, so it was the semester had just ended, fall semester had just ended, and. we all stayed like an extra night so that we could all hang out and like drink and whatever. But of course, when you drink, what do you want to do? You want to fuck. So, um, me and her go back to her room, but everybody's still on the hall, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, she enjoyed um, hearing noise, mm-hmm. right? And so I was just like, all right, we're drunk. There's not a whole lot of people here. Like, just be loud, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, all of our friends were still on the hall, Mm -hmm. unbeknownst to us. Mm -hmm. And they were in my room, which was at the other end. Mm -hmm. But you can still hear everything that's going on. So all of a sudden we hear like... <laughs> footsteps coming up to the door, and we hear shh, 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 ee, shh, shh, <laughs> and like being quiet. And then someone, someone, uh, so the wedding that we went to a uh-huh. few years yeah. ago, that person was there, right? Oh, God. And this person, um, was very, um, had grown up in a very um what's sheltered, a sheltered environment, right? And so like sex was was still brand new to them and they weren't comfortable with the concept or really talking about it or anything. And so I know for a fact one of them pushed her because she would have been closest to the door, into the door to where all of a sudden you just hear <coughs> and like she you hear her fall into the door and go, ah and like <laughs> <laughs> and like awkwardly run off and like <laughs> and like we still talk about it and like they jokingly called the noises that i was making at the time squirrel noises and like <laughs> so they called them squirrel noises and i just talked about how she sounded like a fucking elephant <laughs> oh running stampeding down the hall
1: squirrel noises. oh god so, so it was
0: and of course like we stopped because we couldn't do anything but just laugh, right. right? And like, so we come out, and I'm super embarrassed. My face is just bright red, but I'm like, "Who the fuck was it?" <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> so squirrel noise. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they were there for that. Um, oh my
1: god, what color was your hair when this was happening? Was it? Oh, it was dark red, brown, or was it that no?
0: Red? <laughs> oh, I think it was red. I don't know. Mm i don't know it was e- i mm-hmm. yeah it was either dark brown or, or that red color either way it was not a great choice yeah. so this just it wasn't a great time i didn't wasn't mind a great the dark time. the dark hair it uh i the color was fine the problem was because. that well, yeah and because i'm so pale that it like washed me out even further
1: but it's just about picking the, right, the paleness. The right color with the right undertone. Yeah. It would still look nice if yeah, you ever but, wanted to. Yeah, I
0: don't feel like um, dyeing my hair and like I don't, it would it have would to be so costly and yeah, expensive and annoying. And, and have to do even... it so many times anyway. Mm-hmm. You'd have to get so good at it because I wouldn't go somewhere to do it. I'd be like, baby, just do it. I mean, uh, you do
1: it. The fuck? I've done enough. I cooked twice today.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that yeah, was right, uh right. that was one there's been times where, like, you know, like, everybody jokes that, like, all the lesbians have slept with each other. Well, mm-hmm. like, part of that is kind of true, and then also, like, not, because there were some friends that I did sleep with that, like, or acquaintances, rather, I wouldn't necessarily call them friends, but now, like, it's just a weird thing to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a couple, and I've slept with both of them, and that's weird to me.
1: That was, like babe I fucked so many people in high like in high school or from my high school that I did not want to go to the high school reunion and when I saw pictures from that I was like holy fucking shit there's six of them that are still fucking close and that's Mm. weird do they know Mm -hmm. and like what is that I'm just like oh hi all of you penises here's my spouse
0: yeah, like all the people and from, that would so see, it would be for weird. For you I would be they like, "Hello." have like a kind of similar aesthetic now that I think about it. Like, I'd be like, "Oh, so you don't have a type, huh?" Cuz it certainly like, looks I like don't, you have a type. Because
1: like this was what I had to choose from at the <laughs> time, okay? I can show you some other things that will be like, "What the fuck is going on?" so yeah what are you doing yeah and i'm just like look okay these are just yeah. the young ones okay like i this is the experience that i had that i was like if i'm gonna be with a man he's not gonna be my age okay so that's this section okay um and then i went a little bit older with married guy and then i went a little older than married hmm. guy <laughs> so <laughs> and then i went a little older than or like... <laughs> No, the other guy was a little bit younger than Who,
0: that guy wh- what's the The age of the oldest person you've been with. How old would he be now? Yeah. If you're 30 now, how old would he be? Like 47 or 48. Okay.
1: Oh, He had a big old dick like a beer can. Oh my God. It was like a quote 45 in that bitch. It was a 40. It was a big dick. Ew. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my, that's interesting. How <laughs> what, can are you, I, what are you doing with that? Not, how can I not? Easily,
0: if, you'd be like, no thanks, and you walk away. Like, painful
1: in a good way. I liked it. Okay. Well. I only did it that one time. I was like, this cannot be a regular thing. You were about to fucking ruin me for the inevitable, probably fucking little six inch little pencil dick that I'll end up married to. But like, you know, like for the time, it's a fun story. He's yeah. He was old and had a huge, I was like, what the fuck? How do you walk normally? What? What? Not at all. What I was expecting. <laughs> Not at all.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like it. It. Oh. It, like thinking back on this, <laughs> like I can laugh now, but like the morbid embarrassment yeah. that I felt, like you have always just been like, okay, sex, like, okay, that was probably embarrassing, but ha, ha like, it's funny. But me, it's always just been straight up embarrassing, mm-hmm. right? Like, because, like, we, sex was bad. Sex, like, in my head, growing up in a, in the Christian faith, like, that's just, and after I had sex with that dude the first time, the whole time, I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm about to, I got yeah, STD. I'm about, I'm about to be pregnant, or I am pregnant, or I got some type of STD, and that's, meanwhile
1: FTI, rather.
0: yeah thank you meanwhile it was a, a UTI <laughs> <laughs> yeah. instead and I'm like because I'd never had one of those either yeah. so well
1: um <laughs> yeah that, uh,
0: but now I'm just like oh you want okay sure you want to know what my kinks are sure okay you want to yeah this happened okay do you want to oh, you need to know like how we do it, okay. I mean, <laughs> that's not your business, but if I'm comfortable with you, I'll tell you. Yeah, um, and
1: that's how I feel about it too. And it's so Maybe funny it's an education thing. Uh, because it's I feel like the way that we someone. look, people would
0: like assume maybe
1: the opposite, that I'm the one that's been so like sexually repressed because I'm still so femme and you're not at all. And I'm just like, y'all, I have known that I have experienced same-sex attraction or different type of attraction mm-hmm. since I was literally six.
0: Mm-mm. Literally
1: six. And Meanwhile, every time, like, I've always understood, I'm just like, this is my friend. And I like this girl. Like, she is really sweet, but I like her. Like, like I've, I love to watch her brush her hair. And I love the pens that she loves. And I like to watch her whole face when she talks. And I get really sad when she doesn't get on the bus. You know, where I'm just like, yeah, okay, like, that's my friend. He's not here today. But like, I'm really sad that like, Caitlin's not here today. I did have a crush on a girl named Caitlin when I was in, um, elementary school. And the things that I can still tell you about Caitlin, despite the fact that I was fucking eight or nine years old when I knew her. Caitlin, um, is of Portuguese descent and also still has family in Portugal and speaks Portuguese. Um, did not know at the time that I hated Portuguese. I just thought it was really cool that there was somebody that was young that sounded very, quote unquote, American, but also spoke another language. Mm. Um, she was olive skin she had really long hair she had bangs Um, and she liked to put her hair like in a high pony she had just had beautiful hair I remember when she cut her hair how I felt about it it was not necessarily positive for a while Mm -hmm. Um, and then there was another girl named Erica oh my god Erica had a purple rolling Jansport book bag and she liked Lisa Frank she liked scrunchies when she put her hair up like it waved back it was just like beautiful brown hair she was so cute yeah. um yeah so like that that's how gay i was as a kid like i was like yeah oh, no, I, I like no
0: her. <laughs> no meanwhile i'm over here being super gay and trying to be the best girlfriend i can to my best friends um <laughs> without realizing it
1: Not the best girlfriend. yeah like be
0: your best d- d- that, and that's exactly what it was i was anyway um and the only one where like that wasn't the case Cause like I, we, I still loved hugs. Like mm-hmm. we would hug all the time. Like we would, there would be constant physical touch. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, it didn't click why mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, even to the point to where like, uh, I had a friend from church that like I mentored mm-hmm. and, uh, stuff and like I hung out with them all the time mm-hmm. and, but we never slept in the same bed mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but we never did. hmm but I remember that. But we're still, like... We were still best friends. Her dad got me... Got me... Confu- got us confused several times. Oh, her. Like, okay. yeah. Like, people would get us confused all of the time. Mm-hmm. Just because our hair was the same length, similar color, and from behind, we looked the exact same. hmm uh, I don't know. But we were really good friends. But... And that was definitely an emotional relationship. But... Uh, and they're not... Sh- I think the pronouns are still she her uh she is not in a relationship currently Mm -hmm. and i really like wonder uh, like i find myself wondering oftentimes like are they queer and just haven't come to terms with it oh yeah you know what i mean Best
1: friend I was telling you about, um, that I told you came down to South Carolina to see me. Yeah. Um, me and her, I mean, like we would just kind of like tumble. I mean, we were freaking kids. We didn't know what we were doing, but we knew what we, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're a kid, you don't know necessarily like, this is what this means. You just know this feels good to me right now. Yep. And you know, we did have a lot of those, this feels good to me right now moments that, you know, we knew would not have been appropriate necessarily to express in front of our adults at the time, but- um yeah I mean yeah I, it's just always been a part of my life and like yeah my, like that queer aspect has it's always been present like I've never felt weird about yeah. it I'm just like well, you
0: know. yeah uh I was just always taught that you know it was just wrong mm-hmm. you know and so like my brain literally never recognized that as an option yeah right because I think had my brain realized that that was an option my behavior would have been completely different and oh, yeah. I would have been trying to been their girlfriend for real
1: see that's how I feel now I'm just like damn I kind of wish that I wouldn't have been in a relationship in college yeah same because there were I was like there was I mean like I was really close with a couple of one of those people is queer the other person I'm I'm not sure because I know she's in a relationship with a guy and sh- I think that that was her only relationship with mm-hmm. a same sex partner so I'm like are you gay or were you just kind of trying that out to see if you liked it or oh, not yeah. either way like rad Um, but yeah. I'm just like are are you I don't know yeah. like when they were together we were, I was just kind of like she don't it don't feel gay enough like I don't know that no. she likes you buddy like I don't know and it really hurt my feelings oh, because yeah. the queer friend has like the biggest heart of all oh. time she's like a baby she's oh. so sweet and literally like you will do any fucking thing for the, like it was kind of very re- reminiscent of mm. you and the yeah. fucking terror from before um yeah yeah
0: speaking of but which black <laughs> Yeah, that makes me sad. Me too. When when people would get that. Uh, I think that's also the reason why, like, I'm so adamant, like, and would have never sought out a relationship from someone that I work with because um, I, like, I saw so many people come out of um, an organization I was a part of Mm -hmm. and, like, all having dated each other or I saw, like, the downfall of that from my first relationship um with a woman because we were part of the same organization like the downfall of that and like how uh split and divided everything was and like Mm -hmm. I didn't like that and Mm -hmm. it was uncomfortable and I was like why would anybody ever do this yeah in a professional environment so like that's why like I've always been so adamantly against like dating where you work yeah it's just it it's such a that's such a terrible idea
1: I have wanted to date a couple of people that i worked with but it never worked out yeah like i I must have really felt like you feel like we could be together for a long time for me to like try to pursue or even feel it out
0: yeah exactly um but i do feel like had i not been in a relationship uh when i started working in a certain oh my god in certain companies like things could have happened and i'm so glad that they worked out the way they did Like, I don't know. Anyway, so cringy stuff now, I'm just like, oh, that was uncomfortable. So here we are. Yeah. Like. Do you feel weird talking to me about that stuff? No. Why? Because I, if I felt weird, it would be because I wouldn't know how you would respond Mm -hmm. or if you would judge me. It would be mm. a fear of judgment, yeah. mainly, and I know that you wouldn't, so that's why I'm just like, Here, here's what happened, um, this is weird, and, but also I can comfortably talk about that because, like, if you and I weren't solid, that would be a completely different story, mm-hmm. right? Um, if I felt like you were going to flirt with someone else, cheat on me, or whatever, it would be a completely different story, and I wouldn't share any of this shit with you. Really? No um from prior experience why would i give you information that you could use to manipulate and use against me oh my yeah wow um so, <laughs> so yeah i mean so that's why i don't feel nervous about sharing most anything with oh, you like a justification for me doing something now because of something that
1: you shared with me from before yeah. what the fuck okay
0: yeah, mm. like okay. using vulnerabilities uh, come back to bite me in the ass, which is Ooh. why like I don't often open up, or like I'm slower to open up yeah. to new people, and why like shit people at work don't know, know me you. that well, mm-hmm. uh, unless I let you in. Yeah. In which case, okay. And if I'm if I'm doing that, it's also because I'm going to need you to give me that same trust back mm-hmm. um so i'm not going to open up for you for no reason yeah up to you for no reason Yeah, it's got to be beneficial for both of us yeah anyway so yeah that's interesting so no i don't feel discomfort or uncomfortable telling you those things like are they cringy yes but that is <laughs> i feel like i'm a completely different person altogether now than i was then so you yeah, no shit dude <laughs> so yeah, maybe that helps with it some too I don't know. Like my mom. I
1: just love you a lot. Um, If you guys are not watching Naked and Afraid of Love, you need to be. Oh my God, it's terrible. um, If you don't know what it is, I need you to go to the the YouTube and I need you to do a Google of it and have a look. Look at the preview. The surfer guy with the insane hair that he always like props up in the (laughs) biggest, longest way on one side of his head is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so dumb. Um, It's so dumb and it's hysterical and I think that you should watch it because like I just watch it to see the things that he says because I want words from his slang because I think it's funny. Um, But yeah, it's (laughs) it's hilarious. It's a fucking mess and I think that you
0: guys will enjoy it. (laughs) Probably. Do you feel uncomfortable asking or telling me about your um, expeditions? No. No. Yeah, you, you've you always just been very sex positive. And open, even though I know
1: that it does not always make you feel the most comfortable, but like, look at how open and stuff you are now. I'm just like, look, at the end of the day, I'm gonna Mm-mm. be open and honest about some shit. Yeah. It will probably be a little bit too much information sometimes, but I feel like I give people too much information because I'm just like, is if you're gonna leave, you might as well go. Here's some information. You don't like that? All right, well, I'll see you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Also, like, this has nothing to do with this. Like, I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh, me too. (laughs) I think it's, uh,
0: I think it's fun and funny and would love to hear other people's Uh, cringe stories and stuff too. So. Oh my
1: God, you guys, please!
0: We've shared email our embarrassing info moments. Sweetest Honey Sweetesthoney.love If you have a
1: cringy sex story, coming of age story, a weird realization mm-hmm. that in hindsight you're like, Oh God, this is what that was. I did not realize that that's what was going on there. Please email us. We would love, love, yeah. love to hear that. Um, but I was gonna say, I am.
0: Yep, I've forgotten what I was gonna say. Well, you were talking about how open you were about sex and how... Oh,
1: like friends and stuff. Yeah. Like kind of in that same vein about just disclosure about stuff. Like I'm realizing like I have like a pretty... I'm having a traumatic response right now to friendship and any time that like it could be perceived by somebody else that I've crossed the line and I don't realize... So that's been a really fun, weird thing to try to navigate because I'm just like, y'all, I promise you if I love you, all I will never do anything to intentionally hurt your feelings. Does right. that mean that I won't hurt your feelings? No, it doesn't. Like, we're human beings and we're different human beings. You're not in my brain. I'm not in your brain. But there have been a couple of situations in the last few weeks that have kind of left me like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> like, are you mad at me? <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't want you to be mad at me. Like, you're one fifth of my entire friend group. So I don't want you to be mad. And if you are mad, you have to tell me why you're upset. And then it just turns out that people are just busy and forgetful. So yeah. And i'm like that's fine and i'm also learning how to be that person that's not so accessible like i'm trying to take a page from the people that are like i'm a bad texter i'm like what is that like i've never been a bad texter before i feel like i have to respond to everybody right away all the time what happens if i just leave a text and guys the answer is nothing nothing happens if you just don't answer a text message you can just not answer it that is fully an option
0: yeah you're not obligated to be at everyone's beck and call 24 hours a day
1: and it's amazing. I'm just like, oh, shit, I can read that. It's not urgent. Let me continue cooking, washing the dishes, k- grooming the dogs, theming the floors, Literally grocery anything shopping, else. whatever else. It's not important. I'll get back to it when I can get back to it. Mm-hmm. So that's been really liberating. So there you go. Here's like some cheeky stuff. And there's like a little <laughs> a little nugget for my other little anxious honeybees. What are yeah. you doing? You looking at your leg? Yeah. It's a leg. You need to go put it out the window in the sun for a little while. <laughs> but guys, that's it for this episode. We love you guys so much. Please make sure if you enjoy this podcast that you follow us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to, uh, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that be iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get it, including our wonderful host, Podbean. Um if you want to stay connected to us, please be sure to email us at info@sweetesthoney.love and visit our website sweetesthoney.love. There's also a contact me form there if you want to get in touch. And as always, we love you. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye. Bye.